Everybody was waiting on me, weren't they? All right. It's good to be in the house of the Lord this morning. Amen. 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 What a wonderful day for us to celebrate our risen Savior. Amen. All right. So just want to let everybody know that we do have two nurseries. If, if, uh, if you'd like to uh, have your child go there, that's fine. If not, that's fine. I love to hear them yell. So we're, we're good. All right. But the first nursery is just around the corner, and uh, that we've got a, a second nursery, third, uh, what is it, it's three, four, three, four and five-year-olds in a, in, a, in a different room. So uh, if, you, if you want to, they're available for you. All right, you can just go through those doors, and, and they will find you. All right, well, it's good to be in the house of the Lord this morning. We've got a, a lot in store for you. We've already had our 7.30 worship service this morning. Had a good time in that. We observed the Lord's Supper, and uh, we had Sunday school breakfast and then Sunday school. And this morning, we've got more uh, in store for you. Uh, the choir is going to present the, the cantata, the cantata, cantata entitled, Is He Worthy? And also, uh, after the, the morning message, the resurrection message, we have three baptisms um, that we're going to conduct this morning. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And... We also have um, an, an overflow this morning. If you're, if you're kind of crowded and you want to kind of have a little more room, right in this, this side over here, another room, we have a television set up that, where the video will be coming in over there. You can sit there and uh, watch the, the service as well. Uh, but if not, if you, if you like getting close, y'all can scoot together. If somebody else comes in, uh, we'll, we'll pack a few more in here. Uh, so we, we praise the Lord that, you know, it's... There's enough folks here that we don't have quite as much room as we usually have, so I praise the Lord for that. All right, uh, we're going to get started this morning with a word of prayer, and then I'm going to turn everything over to Brother Clay as he uh, gets ready to present the cantata. So. All right, so let's have a word of prayer together, please. God, our King, as we come to you this morning, praising you and thanking you for the resurrection and for what it means to us because the Lord Jesus came from the dead we are promised everlasting life and the resurrection the scripture says that he is the first fruits from the grave and the harvest will follow so that we know that we are a part of that harvest if we are in Christ Jesus our Lord so Lord as we worship you this morning hear our hearts know that we love you and we ask, Father, for you, not only your presence, but for your forgiveness in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Brother Clay.
Jesus prayed alone. The first drops of blood that he would shed on our behalf trickled down his brow as he surrendered to his father's will. Soldiers arrived to arrest him, and a long night of trial and torture Letters of crimson God 
to conquer the grave. 
Holy, holy, holy 
and the choir just took a great big breath after all that. Praise the Lord. Uh, amen. We have been working on that cantata for a couple of months and maybe a little longer than that, and it's one of the best ones, I believe, that we've ever done as a choir and as a church. It's a, certainly in the, in the top few. So following that up, um, they're getting their robes off and they're going to be coming back in and having a seat here in a moment. Don't let them distract you because God has got us to a very certain point here this morning. He has brought us to the point of asking the question, is he worthy? And you know, as I was studying for this morning's message, and, and I got to be honest with you, for a long time I was unclear about what the Lord wanted me to, to speak or what he wanted to say this morning. But through... Through the cantata, that question kept coming back to me and to my mind, is he worthy? And what does that mean? Is he worthy? So I wanted to stop there and think about that, that particular question this morning. Take your Bibles and turn with me to Revelation chapter 5. Revelation chapter 5. Because the scene in heaven has come to the point to where someone is assuming the authority and the power. And the question is asked, is there anyone worthy? And I want us to look at that scene in heaven this morning. Yes, we celebrate the resurrection. Yes, today is the day that we set aside for, for all of the year long. We set aside today as the greatest day in Christendom because 
He lives because He died, was buried, resurrected on the third day so that we could have everlasting life in His name. We are assured, we are guaranteed resurrection with Him because of His resurrection. Because He paid the price for us. He led the way. As I said this morning, the scripture says that He is the first fruits from the grave. In other words, the first fruit, what follows the first fruit is the harvest. So He is the first fruits. We are the harvest. His church is the harvest. We will follow Him in that resurrection. We will follow Him. So asking the question this morning, is He worthy? Beginning in verse 1 of chapter 5 in the book of Revelation, God's word says this, And I saw in the right hand of him who sat on the throne a scroll written inside and on the back, sealed with seven seals. Then I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the scroll and to loose its seals? And no one in heaven or on the earth or under the earth was able to open the scrolls or to look at it. So I wept. This is John, the revelator, who received the re this revelation. He wrote down, I wept because no one was found worthy to open and read the scroll or to look at it. So this morning, I want us to ask the question, who is worthy? Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, I want to thank you for all the things that have gone on here this morning. Lord, we have met, we have praised your holy name. We thank you so much for the early service and for the, the breakfast that we had afterwards, for the fellowship that, that followed that and then Sunday school. Thank you so much for the choir and the, the message that they preached through the songs. And Father, now as we enjoy your word, as we open it up and ask for you to speak to us through it, will you show us very clearly the one who is worthy and help us to understand, Lord, you gave it all so that we could have it all. Help us to see Jesus as Savior, as Lord, as King, as worthy. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So the scene in heaven is this. The Father is sitting on the throne and he has, he has the scroll in his hand. He's holding it. And, and some have mentioned or, or said that this is, in effect, it's the title deed of all of creation. And the question is asked, who is worthy to open the scroll and to loose its seals. And then the, the writer goes on because he says, no one in heaven or on the earth or under the earth was able to open the scroll or to look at it. You see, his mind, and he was looking for and he was waiting for, he was anticipating someone taking the scroll and he looked around and there was no one worthy among all men the whole world, all time that has ever gone by, not one worthy other than the Lamb. No one 
was worthy. Now listen, while Jesus was walking on the earth, He asked for everyone to believe Him. He came teaching the truth, preaching the truth, healing many sick. As a matter of fact, I like the Gospel of Mark because whenever Mark is is telling about those instances, he says all that were brought to Him were healed. There wasn't any that were turned away. So Jesus' purpose is for all of us to understand that He's worthy. But while He was walking on the earth, guess what happened? There were many that followed Him. But the religious leaders, those who were in charge, they would not, among many others, because they didn't believe He was worthy. Listen to what was said while He was on trial before Pilate. Pilate was bringing Jesus before them. In John chapter 19, verse 15, it says, But they cried out, Away with Him! Away with Him! Crucify Him! Pilate said to them, Shall I crucify your king? The chief priests answered, We have no king but Caesar. You see what they said? He's not worthy to be our king. They had already turned their back on Him. They had already turned away from Him. They, were, they had their minds set that He wasn't worthy. So we go back to the scene in heaven. And the question is out there. Who is worthy? And as the writer looks around, no one steps forward. Can you just feel the anticipation? It's like, well, it's a lot better than the lottery. When the, announce, the number is announced, and, or a door prize, the number is announced and someone, everybody's waiting to see who won. You see, that can't compare to this. Can you imagine the angels silent in heaven looking for the one? And John, in anticipation, seeing this glorious scene, the Father on the throne, the scroll in His hand, and someone asks, who's worthy to take the scroll? And then he goes on in verse 5. But one of the elders said to me, do not weep. Behold, the Lion of the tribe of Judah, the Root of David, has prevailed to open the scroll and to loose its seven seals. So another question comes, who is worthy? The only one worthy is the one who overcame. So who overcame? In our message this morning, we talked about Jesus overcame the world. We read His his quote. He says, be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Jesus has transcended this world. You see, He came from the Father. Imagine, He's in heaven. He's in glory. And yet, He steps out of all of that to become an embryo in His mother's womb for nine months. And then a baby helpless. Being, having to be taught to eat and walk and talk and all those things as he grows older. And as the time came, submitted himself to the Father in complete perfection.
and overcame the world because of his perfection, because of his sinlessness. It wasn't because Satan didn't try. He did. It wasn't because Jesus didn't have the opportunity. He did. It was because in the way that Jesus prayed in the Garden of Gethsemane, not my will, God, but yours. He followed the Father's will completely his whole life, never once sinning or contradicting the Word or the will of God. So he was worthy. And he overcame. The Scripture goes on and says, And I looked, and behold, in the midst of the throne and of the four living creatures, and in the midst of the elders stood a lamb as though it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God, sent out into all the earth. Then he came and took the scroll out of the right hand of him who sat on the throne. You see, Jesus received from God the power, the authority, the right to rule and reign over all creation. Only Jesus was worthy because only Jesus overcame. Not one outside of the Lamb was able. And the Scripture continues in Revelation chapter 5. The scene in heaven, the question goes forth because the, the scroll is there. Who's worthy? The Lamb walks forth and He receives the scroll from the Father. And in verse 8, Now when He had taken the scroll, the four living creatures and the twenty-four elders fell down before the Lamb, each having a harp and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sang a new song, saying, You are worthy. You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals, for you were slain and have redeemed us to God by your blood, out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation, and have made us kings and priests to our God, and we shall reign on the earth. Then I looked and heard the voice of many angels around the throning living creatures and the elders, and the number of them was ten thousand times ten thousand and thousands of thousands, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. And every creature which is in heaven and on the earth, and under the earth, and as such as are in the sea, and all that are in them, I heard saying, Blessing and honor and glory and power be to Him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb forever and ever. So we see that the Lamb is worthy. We see that the Lamb has overcome. So the last question is, who will reign forever? The Lamb is worthy. He has overcome. And the Lamb will reign forever and ever. Always. From this point forward, 
from the point where he, he ascended back into heaven uh, to God, he died, was buried, was resurrected on the third day, spent 40 days on the earth teaching and, and talking to his disciples. He was bringing them further in their knowledge of him and his ministry. And then he ascended back into heaven to be with the, at the right hand of the Father until the time where he comes back to get his church. Then we will be with him. The scripture says for seven years during the marriage supper of the Lamb while the tribulation is going on here on the earth, then we will return with Him to set up His rule and reign here on earth. And we will rule and reign with Him. And He will reign forever and ever. Because He has the power and the riches and the wisdom and the strength and the honor and the glory and the blessing. He has authority to rule and reign forever. So I have another question for you this morning. Because the Lamb is worthy. Because the Lamb has overcome. Because the Lamb will reign forever. Do you consider Him worthy to be your King? You see, I know there's a whole lot of folks in here that say yes. Yes to the King. I hope it's every one of you. Yes, I want Him. I trust Him. I know that He is worthy of all of my love, all of my devotion, all of me. As a matter of fact, He's the only one. Because I'm unworthy. So when I ask the question, is, do you consider Him worthy to be your King what I'm asking is, are you going to subject yourself to Him as His servant? You see, that everybody wants Jesus as King. But not many people want Him as their Master. Not everybody wants to serve the Lord. You see, everybody wants to be saved, but most people don't want to do what it takes to be saved. They, they like to think that Jesus is their God and King, but they haven't subjected themselves to His rule and reign in their life. So let me ask you the question this morning. You know Jesus rose from the grave. You know He's worthy. You've heard it. You most likely believe it. If you're here this morning, you probably believe it. But have you considered Him worthy to serve? The Scripture says that we have pride in our heart and we don't want to serve anyone because of that pride. You see, what we want is we want to call on the name of Jesus when we want to call on the name of Jesus. And we expect Him to show up and do what we want. But that's not Jesus. That is a, an idol that you created in your mind and in your heart. If you want to serve Jesus, if you want true salvation, here's what you need to do. You need to submit to the King. You need to give yourself, as a citizen of His country, give yourself to Him completely. Because He's worthy. Because He's the only one worthy. You take your life, you're going to mess it up. 
you're going to break it. You're going to wound it. You're going to tear it apart. But there is one who knows perfectly well what you need, when you need it, why you need it, and where it is that He wants you to be. Is He worthy of your trust to you? Because this morning, if He is, what are you going to do about it? Are you going to say, yes, I believe all of that, preacher. I believe that He is worthy. But I'm going to wait to trust Him until later. I say, okay, do you know that you're going to have a later? Do you, are you promised tomorrow? You see, the truth of the matter is, you're here for a reason. God brought you here so that you could feel His Spirit working in your heart and that you could understand that He is worthy. He is worthy of everything you have because... He paid for you. He created you, and then He bought you back because you had sold yourself into slavery, slavery to sin, and He bought you back. He alone is worthy. So if you don't run to Jesus, who are you running to? Where is your help? Where is your hope? Let me tell you what will let you down. Everything but Jesus. Will you come to Him this morning? Will you consider Him worthy of all of your love, devotion, and service? This morning it's going to be a simple invitation. Do you consider Him worthy to be your King? Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, we do love You. We do praise You. We know that You are on the throne right now of all the creation. You are ruling and reigning. And right now, Father, we have the opportunity to prove to You our love. We ask, Father, for You to move in us. Those who are in Christ, I praise You and just glorify Your name because of what You've done. And I pray that You draw them closer to You. But this morning, if there's someone sitting here that has not considered Jesus worthy of their time, of their, their talent, of whatever, Father, I pray that You show them that Jesus is the only one worthy. And I ask for You to bring them to You for salvation. Bring them into your kingdom, into your family, through the saving grace that you give. God, you are God this morning. Thank you for all that you do during this invitation time. You accomplish your purpose in Jesus' name. Amen. Please stand for a hymn of invitation. Hymn number 324. Him 324, and as the Lord has moved in you, whatever He's told you to do, you be obedient to Him. Do you consider Him worthy? Have you been to the cross where the Lord Jesus
Have you been to Cal- 
Turn your eyes now to Calvary. You can search, you can buy, and try everything man made, but it cannot satisfy. It is Christ. Um, folks, it looks like we have hit the Christian trifecta today. We had the Lord's Supper, we're going to have baptism, and now we have two salvations. Uh, these two young ladies have come to accept Christ as their Lord and Savior. Amen. All right, so first of all, we have Miss Macy Deer. She had to buy a special outfit for today because we had talked on Tuesday night, and she said she wanted to accept the Lord, but she wanted to wait until Sunday. So she was ready for that this morning. She got all dolled up for it. So, so Macy, uh, you have accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior, so I'm going to ask the church. She wants to become a member of Wellman Baptist Church and also a candidate for baptism. What is the will of the church in this matter? There's a motion in a second. All in favor of accepting her as a member and a candidate for baptism, say amen. amen. And all opposed by the same sign? And there is none. So welcome my sister, Sister Macy. All right. All right. And now we have Miss Paisley. She has come this morning, and, and she's been asking some questions too. And I've talked with her a little bit a few weeks ago. And she came this morning, wanted to make sure that she was saved and that Jesus was her Lord and Savior. So she prayed to accept Christ as her Savior, and she is now a child of God. So uh, she wants to be a member of the church and a, a candidate for baptism. So what is the will of the church in this matter? There's a motion in a second. All in favor of accepting her as a member and a candidate for baptism, say amen. amen. And all opposed by the same sign? And there is none, of course. So welcome my sister Paisley. All right. So you, you guys, if you will... Y'all can go ahead and go back to your seats. Now, what we'll do at the end of the service, after the baptismals, I'll ask y'all to come back down here because whenever we dismiss, everybody's going to come by and give you a hug and tell you how proud they are of you, okay? Will that be all right? Very good. Okay. All right, uh, folks. So now we are going to go into our time of baptism because we have some uh, candidates for baptism, and I'd like to invite them down here to where I am, starting with... See who I've got first. Uh, Miss Megan Ezell. Miss Megan. Megan came two weeks ago on Sunday morning. Uh, well, actually, it was Sunday evening. So she came, and, she, and we had, she had said after Sunday morning that she wanted to uh, accept the Lord as her Savior. 
And I told her, I said, well, you can do it this evening if you want to. So she decided that she would do that. So, Miss Megan, this certificate says that you, let me get my glasses on, I can't read it. Oh, this certifies that Megan Ezel, having professed faith in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior during the morning service, morning worship service of April the 3rd, 2022, was baptized on April the 17th, 2022 at Wellman Baptist Church in Bogachita, Mississippi. So, Miss, did you get a, we're going to get a picture, okay? All right. All right, so Miss Bridget got that. Very good. All right. All right, next we have Cole Ezell. Cole said he wasn't going to let his sister outdo him. No, that's not the truth. Cole, Cole came in, in uh, last week. And he was smiling all the way down the aisle. Y'all, he wasn't scared a bit. He knew exactly what he was doing. When he came out of the aisle, he had a great big smile on his face. So he knew that he needed to accept Christ as his Lord and Savior, and he did just that. Cole, this says that this uh, certificate of baptism certifies that Cole Ezell, having professed faith in Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord, during the morning worship service of April the 13th, I'm sorry, April the 10th, I just can't read it, uh, 2022, uh, was baptized on April the 17th, 2022 at Wellman Baptist Church. All right. So you hold that right there. Miss Bridget's going to get a picture, okay? All right. There you go. Now then, who else we got left? Oh, that's it, isn't it? No. Just kidding. Just kidding. You weren't expecting that, were you, Miss Robin? All right, we have Miss Robin Greer. Praise the Lord. Miss Robin came last Sunday morning and uh, said she wanted to accept Christ as her Lord and Savior, and she prayed to invite him into her heart and give him her, her life. And uh, this says, Miss Robin, uh, the certificate of baptism certifies that Robin Greer, having professed faith in Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord during the morning worship service of April the 10th, was baptized on April the 17th at Wellman. So there you go. All right, we're going to... All right. I want to invite all of our, our candidates, if you will, to come with me. We'll go into the back and we'll get ready for our baptismal service. And I'll turn the service over to Brother Clay. I think he's got some special music for you. Jesus, he is our, our living hope, uh, and without him, we would be lost, headed to a devil's hell for eternity, uh, to burn in a, in a devil's hell. Uh, so Jesus is our hope. He is our living hope, and he is the one that is the author and founder of our faith, uh, and he is, he is alive today. He is making, he's changing lives even here today, and we praise God for that. So that's what this song is.
great the chasm that lay between us. How high the mountain I could not climb. In desperation, I turned to heaven and spoke your name into the night. Then through the darkness, your loving kindness tore through the shadows of my soul. The work is finished, the end is written. Jesus Christ, my living could fathom such boundless grace. The God of ages stepped down from glory to wear my sin and bear my shame. The cross has spoken, I have forgiven. The King of kings calls me Savior, I'm yours forever, Jesus Christ, my living hope. Hallelujah, praise the one who set me free, hallelujah, death has lost its grip on me, you have broken every chain.
Praise the Lord. Thank you, Clay. Uh, beautiful, and, and all the others that sang, it was beautiful. Thank you all so much. It's, it's a wonderful time to enter into the baptistry and feel the water in here. I praise the Lord for it. Uh, we've got three candidates this morning. Uh, first of all, we're going to have Mr. Cole Ezel. Mr. Cole, if you will, come in. I told him earlier, I said, no cannonballs. So he said, okay. Come right there. There you go. All right. Mr. Cole has accepted Christ as his Lord and Savior, and he enters into the baptismal pool this morning, a brother in Christ, but he does so in obedience to the commandment to be baptized. So, Cole Ezel, my brother in Christ, I baptize you uh, because of your profession of Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. You're buried with him in baptism. And raised to new life in Christ. Amen. All right. All right. And next, we're going to have Miss Megan come. Miss Megan, if you will. It's a little slippery, so let me hold your hand. There you go. You okay? All right. Very good. Very good. All righty. So now, Miss Megan has also accepted Christ as her Lord and Savior, but she enters into the baptismal pool uh, today in, in order to, to follow the ordinance of baptism. She wants to show the world that she's accepted Christ and that she's a new creature in Him. So, Miss Megan, uh, upon your profession of faith in, in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I baptize you, my sister, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. You're buried with him in baptism and raised to new life in Christ. You okay? okay. <laughs> All righty. Next, we'll have Miss Robin. Ms. Robin enters the baptismal pool as well, having professed Christ as her Lord and Savior, being a new creation, a new creature. She's following the Lord in baptism this, this, this morning. Uh, so, Ms. Robin, upon your profession of faith in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I baptize you, my sister, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. You're buried with him in baptism. 
and raised to new life in Christ. Amen. <laughs> Amen. God bless you for coming to the Lord's house on the Lord's day, especially on Easter morning. I pray that the Lord will watch over you and keep you, and in everything that you do, I pray that He will bless you today. Let's uh, stand, if you will, to be ready to be dismissed. And let's have a word of prayer, please. God, we do thank you so much for how you love us and what you've done for us. We do know that you are worthy, Lord Jesus. So as we go out and proclaim that today, Lord, we ask for your blessings in all that we do and your watch care over everything that we're a part of. Thank you, Jesus, for your saving grace. In your name I pray, amen. God bless you. Have a great day.